You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Well, good evening. This is Mikey. And this is Kevin. And we're here for our Oscars special. Yes. Yes. On the red carpet. Uh-huh. I understand. Uh, we have a blue carpet over there. Yeah, but, but we got a red carpet over there. There's a red carpet over there. Yeah. And I understand Brad Pitt has red carpet toe. Red carpet toe. That's what I read. Well, you know, whatever makes him happy. There's things are happening. Can we call this off quick? Because I want to go watch the girls in the slinky dresses. I just can't. No. <laughs> no? Oh. Well, every time I make a noise, my wife reaches over and smacks me. <laughs> I don't know why she would do that. All right. So what's new and exciting? What's new? What is new? Um, well, we've got some more customers. We've got some people. Do you have any uh, public shops using any equipment now? No. Uh, I'm going to train one tomorrow. Uh, Lone Star Truck Repair in uh, Brooklyn, Iowa, uh, right off Interstate 80, exit Lone, 201. Lone Star. Lone Star. They have a towing and repair operation there. They've been there about 20 years. Brooklyn, Iowa. Lone Star, yep, yep. Brooklyn, Iowa. Yep. Um, the Most of the other trainings we've been doing lately have been fleets. Yeah. But um, we're going to do a radio show tomorrow morning. Oh, yes, we are. The demo show. That's going to be fun. 8 o'clock in the morning, channel 146. A half hour of the same stuff, yeah, except basically. we have to be nicer because we're on the radio, not on a podcast. <laughs> you know, I've noticed we don't really curse or anything. We try not to. Anyway. But still, we got to be careful. Yeah. And uh, let's see what else. Um, we've got the school starting in April. Yes, we we've do. We've already got one person signed up, which we I'm kind of excited about. Yep. Yeah. This may actually work. I think so. And uh, we've got, um, let's see, we've got uh, about 40 people listening to us right now. Mm-hmm. And we've got a couple who have questions or comments. That's true. If they have a question, we'll answer it. If we have, uh, have a comment and it's a bad one, do we hang up on them? I don't know. Well, it'll depend on the comment. We haven't done it yet. Okay. First one. All right. 901 area code. Where do you think that is? 901. Oklahoma. Tennessee. Close. Is he in Tennessee? Um... No. It's a narrow state. You yeah. can go north if and south out of that real quick. You go to east-west, it's a long time. It does take a lot. I'm going to say he's out of the state. Oh. Right. Let's find out. Hello, Tennessee. Yeah, I am not in Memphis, Tennessee right now. He is not. All right. What's up? Question. I'm pretty sure y'all probably answered it 100 times. This is the first time I've listened to y'all's show. Uh, okay. I have, I have a Michelin XVA3 Plus. Uh, drive tire, uh, steer tires, and yep. uh, I've had them on there about a hundred thousand miles, and I've pulled into a lot today, and I noticed the on the the, <laughs> the groove right to the out right, the one from the inside, one groove over from the outside is developed yep. a, some a little flat spots on them, and they're not symmetrical. It's not like one every six inches. It's like the a group of three, and then there's one, and and yep. there's no there's no rhyme or reason to how they're appearing on the tread. Is that just yep. a balancing issue? 
Well, it's going to turn into a balancing issue, but the question is what started it. So let's start with yeah. how do you balance your tires? Well, I uh, this is I, I, believe it or not, I got my first set uh, changed down on this thing, and the guys told me that because my uh, because my brake drum looked even on the on the uh, on the on the whatever the on the bolts that I didn't need I didn't need to uh, balance them. Bullshit. You always need to balance because when you're balancing, you're not only balancing the tire and the rim, but you're balancing the drum and the hub, but there's no guarantee that all of that stuff is balanced. Okay. Yeah. Your tire, even though it does roll pretty straight, it ha it, it does have a footprint, a flat spot right down there at the bottom, but it rolls through constantly. And there's no guarantee that the, the tire itself isn't going to distort over right. a hundred thousand. miles. So we recommend balance. We recommend either the stuff that goes in the tire, there's counteract and there's equal, or those hula hoop rings that you mount on. And both of those systems will balance the entire assembly and keep it in balance through the whole life of the tire. So that's the first item. The second item is what inflation are you running? 110. 110. Now, you got a 14-ply steer tire? I think it is a 14. No, it may be a 12. No, it's going to be either 14 or 16. Right. Okay. Oh, is it? Okay. So, I'm, I, I don't remember. I don't remember. That's I okay. I know. I know it was good enough to be a drive tire as well. Yeah, I can't. Uh, on the sidewall of the tire, it'll either say 110 psi or 120. Okay. I now, think it says 110. Okay. Good. So you max. have a you have a 14. No, that's not max. That's the minimum, and that's the problem everybody makes. They think that's oh, the maximum really? pressure. Yes. That is the minimum pressure that tire requires to carry 6,000 pounds. Okay? And those little wears that we start seeing on the second ribs on Michelin tires typically come from underinflation. So our recommendation is whatever the sidewall says on a steer tire, I want 10 extra pounds in it. Okay? Ten extra, ten extra pounds. Okay, I've never done that before, but okay. That's fine. Now let let me ask you, what inflation do you run in your rear tires? I won one tens in those also. Okay, now let's look at this, and and we're going to spend a little time on this. But fully loaded, how much weight do you carry on your steer axle? Uh, generally, probably eleven two. Okay, but you could carry twelve, couldn't you? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, that means each steer tire is carrying 6,000 pounds if you've got 12,000 pounds of the axle, right? That's right. Now, you're driving down the road, you weighed your truck sitting still, but now you're driving down the road, you're doing 5, 10, 20, 60 miles an hour, and you step on the brakes. How much weight's on the steer tire now? Oh, well, probably 15. A lot more, 15, yeah. 000. Yeah. And the tire at that point is trying to stop the truck, so it's working real hard, and it doesn't have enough air. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I just, I've never run. I just go what's on the sidewall and run maximum. I've never, I've never known to run more than that. Yeah, but you're running minimum, not maximum. I want to emphasize that. With the sidewall of the tire says max load six thousand one hundred seventy-five pounds at one hundred and ten psi cold, which means you have to be at one hundred and ten to carry that much weight. Okay. Okay. All right. Now okay. let's look at. Let's look at. On, on car tires and pickup truck tires, it says max load and max pressure. But car tires and pickup tires, by federal law, are labeled differently than truck tires are. 
Okay? Okay. All right. Now, let's look at your rear. Fully loaded, how much can you carry on two drive axles? Uh, 34. That means you got 17 on each one, right? That's right. You got four tires on you. You divide four into 17,000 pounds. Your rear tires at the maximum load are going to carry 4,250 pounds each tire. But you're running the same inflation back there at 4,000 pounds that you're running on your steers with 6,000 pounds. Does that sound right? Now, what should I be running on the rears? In the, uh, well, yeah, okay, now I'm going to tell you what the, the, the manufacturer's book says. The book says yeah. that those tires with dual wheels carrying 4,500 pounds need 70 pounds of pressure minimum. Now, uh-huh. if you ran if you ran seventy pounds back there, they were like hell. They'd cup out. We know it. We've gradually increased pressures back there to where somewhere between ninety and hundred pounds we get our best tire wear on a duels, which means you're running forty to fifty percent overinflated on your rear tires, aren't you? Yeah. But you're running minimum pressures on your steer tires. Does that make yeah, sense? I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, that didn't, yeah, that didn't make sense. That. I didn't. I, I must have just re- been reading. I could have sworn it said ma- maybe it does say well, 110 max and cold. Maybe no, it, no, it doesn't cold. say max. It, it, it doesn't say max pressure at all on a truck tire. But but you're not alone in, at misreading this. The Everybody the tire does. Tire engineers, the tire salesmen, the tire uh, the factory reps, the tire dealers, all of, them, all of them get it wrong without you know. Knowing what's in their own books. Yeah, because they read the car tire. Put up their books and show them what they're supposed to know. It's a, you know, the light bulb goes off and suddenly they have to change what they've been telling everybody. Yep. So you want to run 110 in the rear, I don't care. You want to run 100 in the rear, I don't care. That's fine. It's the steer tires that give us the underinflation problem. And if you run minimum pressure and step on the brake, they're overloaded. So we like 10 extra pounds in the steer tires to get better wear. So on those XCA three pluses, I need to be running 120 minimum on it. Well, 120 now. Now the question becomes, what is the maximum pressure I can run in that tire? And the maximum yeah. pressure is, is actually stamped on the rim. The rim has a maximum cold inflation, and usually it's 120. On a on a 14, if you've got a 14 ply tire, chances are it was mated to a. Well, the the thing is, if you've got a 12,000-pound axle, you'll have 120 rims. If you've got a 13,000-pound axle, you'll have 130 rims. Right. Okay. So I would go take over. Now, since the tower has already started, it probably won't straighten out. No, you never never put rubber back on. But you still should put the extra air in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not coming but, out that bad. It's not even a one, not even one thirty second. It's just barely. You just barely notice it with your hand, but you know right. enough that I noticed it. Yeah. So get some air in there, and hopefully that'll help you. Okay. Okay, man. I appreciate it. Not a problem. You have a great day. Thanks for calling. Well, that was a good call. Tennessee. We did okay in Tennessee, and he wasn't in Tennessee. No. He's out playing someplace. All right. And yeah. That, again, that's a discussion on uh, it, that. He had a balance issue. We believe it's, it's turning into a balance, balance issue. Yeah. You never. I mean, Michelin's a great tire. Yeah. But you got to have some kind of balancing agent there. Yes, because it's not just the tire and the rim; it's the drum and the hub too. Right. 
and all you don't know and all the rocks. Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen over the life of the tire. So put something in that'll balance it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. We got another caller here, and he's on the eight three two area code. Eight three two is probably Minnesota. Boy, you are really wrong today. It's Texas. Texas. I think he's, he's in Texas. Other end of he's got to be in Texas. It's too big. You can't drive out of it. <laughs> yeah. He's Let's try that. Ah, uh, old hard cowboy from Hello, Texas. Oh Texas. God. <laughs> yes, I'm, yes, I'm from Texas, but I'm in Georgia right now. So anyway, uh, good for you. A <laughs> uh, couple of weeks ago, I woke up and did my walk around for my pre-trip and saw that my front right steer was the the rim was on the was on the ground. The bead was broken on the tire, and the bottom of the tire had bulged out because there's no air yep. in it. Yep. Uh, they would not. They took the tire. Was that tire usable, or was it waste, or was it trash after that incident? If the truck never rolled on that flat tire, okay, no, it's not even for a foot. Not even for a foot. If it never rolled on the tire then it is okay. possible that they could have inspected the inside of the tire. And and if the tire runs low on air, let's say the tire ran 30 pounds low on air, then the sidewall is bending too much and creating more heat, okay? Well, when they open right. that tire up and pull it open and shine a light inside of it, along the inside of the tire, right where the sidewall is, it will turn the rubber gray, so there'll be a strip of gray running around the tire. That tells you that it's damaged and you can't use it again. But if okay. the rubber's all looking black, it's all good color, it never rolled on that tire, it just went flat overnight while you were sitting there, it might have been a good tire. Now, would I have put that back on my steer axle? No. 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 It's going back to the trailer. I'd have put it on a trailer axle, I'd have put it on a drive axle, I'd have recapped it, put some, but I wouldn't have put it back on my steer. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. I was wondering about that, and I was thinking that, you know, it w- it would still possibly usable for a drive or a trailer. Tire. Very possible. But Very possible. With a good inspection, you might have been able to figure that out. Yep. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Not a problem. You have a great day. Drive safe. Thank you. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. That was a good question. Legitimate. All right. Yeah. Um, I have one more question. We have another question, and then I'm going to spend the rest of the hour singing. <laughs> so singing. Songs that he's heard on the road in the last That's years. right. I'm an old cow hand <laughs> from the Rio Grande. This is a 970 area code. Where do you think I it is? Too late. You already pushed the button. Hello there. Howdy. Can you hear us now? All I have is background noise. Yeah. Is 970 there? We can this calling us from the shower. We're hearing water. Oh, I'm pretty sure that's true. <laughs> okay, turn it off. Right, well, we'll go back over to hold on this one. Okay, now there's uh, another question. Somebody didn't want to hear me sing, so they called right in with another question. Right, from the 850. 850. Where is that, Kevin? That is going to be California. California. Man, you really suck today. That's Florida. <laughs> you have missed every single one. I'm 180 out on this. Is he in Florida? Is he in Florida? Well, that's another long state. I guess it depends on where he's from. I bet he's in there. Let's find out. All right. Going to 850. Hello there. 
Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, you guessed right. It's Florida. Eight five zero is Florida. Uh huh. Are you in Florida? Uh, yes, sir. Cool. We got a guy at home. What's up, buddy? Uh, well, I I had some kingpins put on my truck. It's 2011 International. Mm-hmm. I didn't. After the kingpins were installed, I didn't get the um, the front end line. I was, I was changing companies, and I was I was having a cash flow issue at the time, and I just let yep. it go. So I had some Chinese tires on mm-hmm. the front. They were mismatched, different brands, and mm-hmm. the driver's side started wearing really bad on the outer edge. And um, mm-hmm. I had a couple different guys look at it, you know, and they said, well, that's just a Chinese tire. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's just how they wear. That's just how they are. So, and the, and the truck wasn't pulling. It wasn't pulling me off the road or anything. It seemed like it was driving. So I just let it go. Just trying to build up some more cash. And then a couple of days ago, I heard, it, I heard it pop, you know, like a big yep. shotgun going off. And, it, yep. <laughs> you know, and, and I had about 30 seconds to get off the, you know, I couldn't get off the right side. So I had to get off the middle. Yeah. And um, make a long story short, the closest guy around that had a tire, the only brand that he had was another Chinese tire, 14 uh-huh. bucks. Okay. <laughs> so I got that put on. So mm-hmm. um, the other side tire, the passenger side tire, was wearing only slightly compared to the other one. It was a Chinese tire also. Mm-hmm. But it was wearing on the inside, um, but not as bad. I mean, it's and it's a steady an inch like a, a shaving but i don't see any shavings I, I haven't looked real close but so now i have a new a new chinese tire on my drive or on my i'm sorry on my um driver's side and mm-hmm. i have the um other chinese tire on my passenger side it has it's starting to get like an inch of, of where do you think um you know i could get by with the while without getting a line or not to get a line because next time i like okay. to put some good Bridgestone's on okay. and get a balancing system on, and I missed what you said about what kind of balancers, too. Well, you could get the, the hula hoop balancers if you want, or you can get the stuff that goes inside the tire. Either one of those will work fine, okay? Okay. So that takes care of balance. Now, as far as alignment goes, do you know how to feel for feathered wear on a tire? Um, I, you know, I didn't really get... Stick my nose down in it real close and look for feathering, you know. No, you don't look. You feel for it. You feel for it. You put your hand flat on the tire, palm down, a little pressure down on your hand. You slide it across the tire toward the frame of the truck. Then you pull it back. If it's smooth one way and sharp the other way, that's feathered wear, and that means the alignment's wrong. If it's smooth in both directions on both steer tires, then your alignment's fine and you have other issues you have to deal with. Okay, so let me paraphrase that back. If it's smooth, um, going one way, um, it's it's an alignment issue. But if it's smooth, going both ways, it's another issue. Correct. If it's smooth one way, sharp one way, that's alignment. If it's smooth both ways, it's not alignment. And it's always both tires, okay? Because one tire could have feathered wear and the other not, depending on the combination of alignment problems. Okay. It's a, it's a full Got, truck gotcha. every time. All right. So, so first figure out if you have feathered wood, then that'll tell you if you need an alignment. If there's no feathered wood, then let's forget about the alignment and figure out what else is going on. Okay. Okay. Um, since the the the, the, the drive driver side is this a week old, would it would it show feathering yep. with the with the feeling? It will. Okay. 
Yep, I felt it as little as 500 miles. Of course, I'm sensitive. Now, well, and there's another thing that was brought up there when he's talking about it's just a, like a one-inch strip. Yeah, that's a question. On the outside edge of the tire. Is it a, does it not have a decoupler groove on this tire? Now, do you know what a decoupler groove is? That's a small quarter-inch piece of tread on the outside shoulders of the tires. But does it have that? A little lower. Or are they solid shoulder tires? Um, I, I believe that one, that particular brand, I think it was a solid shoulder. Okay. Now, with a solid shoulder tire, the steel belts that are under the tread do not extend all the way to the edge of the tire. Otherwise, they'd stick out the sidewall. So they stop in about the width of your finger, your index finger. And yep. on a solid shoulder tire on a line haul truck, normally they will drop the width of your finger on both edges of the tires. Yep, that's what it's done. Okay, then ignore that. Forget about that. That's no big right. deal. That's just a, it's a application. That's a, more of a regional tire. Yeah, it should have been on a truck. You put that on a truck that does a lot of turning, going into yards, because if you have the decoupler, it rips it off. Right. And the, and the decoupler groove, the, the highway tire, the high-quality tire. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's for your highway tire. Now, what inflation are you running? Um, the 110, but now since listening to your last call, I'm gonna, I am gonna guess I'm going to bump it up to 120. Good. That'll help you. There you go. Okay? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, one last thing is, like, um, the, the clothes, like, it is a finger. Like, if you lay your, your um, pinky or your pointer finger down on the outside edge, it, yep. it's, it's wearing like that, but that doesn't look as bad. But yep. on the inside, it's about two fingers width. So it's one finger on the outside, but doesn't seem significant. But on the inside, it's probably like two fingers width. Okay, is it uniform all the way around, or does it kind of wiggle all the way around? Um, it, it goes all the way around, but it's got a wiggle to it. Okay, you could have a loose wheel bearing. Uh, and if the tire's okay. wiggling down the road, it'll cause that thing to vacillate in and out. Yeah, it could could also it, that could also be alignment. Yeah, you got to feel for feathered wear first. That's the first thing you got to find out. Yeah, yeah, feather wear is the first thing. That's that's the flow chart. Weather wear first. Okay, that's going to okay. give me a first step to to tackle. Appreciate your time. I really learned a lot. Good deal. Anytime, buddy. Talk to you later. Okay. Have a good time. All right. Later. Well, that was good. Yeah, that was a nice talk. Okay. Did you learn anything, Kevin? Did I what from that? Yeah. Um, no. Did I learn? I don't think I learned anything I learned. I learned the guys in Florida are nice. <laughs> there you go. All right. He was, he was very polite. He was yeah. polite. Okay. Three one six. We got a question from three one six. I'm gonna go with uh, New York. Kansas. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Kansas last week. I was in Emporia, you Kansas, were, training. There was, there was nice was people. Huh? What was that? Norfolk Iron and Metal. That, that is a fleet? It's a fleet, yes. Yes, they have three locations with our equipment now. So right now, Olathe, Kansas, and Chad, that would be the major uh, uh, public garage we've got in Kansas. Yeah, that's, that's the most notable one. But there's others around. A couple of others. Yeah, okay. out there. All right, let's see if this guy's in Kansas. All right. Uh, what do you think? Yes. Yes. I'm going to go with no. Cause Kansas, Kansas boys, stay home. <laughs> yes, Hello, Kansas. Kansas is correct. And yeah, right. Kansas is correct. And I have yeah. uh, had the truck uh, aligned twice by Chad. He's done an excellent job. All right. Uh, Glad anyway, to hear that. I, I, I have a tire question. I've been running Michelin tires for about 10 years. And mm-hmm. uh, most of the time I've been running the wide base singles. 
And I've ah, been okay. having a problem with the white with the white base is that when they get a little bit worn out, they start, they start burning choking. and chunking. The, they they start to burn and chunk, right? Yep, so anyway, that's a compounding. I, I had mm-hmm. yeah, I I had one go flat up in the northeast, and because I couldn't match the tread depth, I wound up buying uh, four of the Yokohama white base singles just about a year ago. Okay. And I've been running those tires like crazy, and I'm not having any of the problems I had with Michelin. No chunking, no nothing. Everything's working perfectly. So anyway, Excellent. my my uh, my my question is is that I've been running the Michelin steers, and I have never had a problem. But I have a couple of friends that have had blowouts on brand new steers, like you know, less than a month old, they blow out on the steer. And so I'm a little bit worried about that, and I was wondering, is Yokohama a good tire to put on as a steer? Yes, they're a very good tire. Yep. They are, the okay, money. because yes. I, I, I wasn't sure. I mean, they, they cost a lot less than the Michelin, and I mm-hmm. talked to a yeah. couple guys that, said, that think they're just as good, and I, I wasn't sure about that. I just wanted to check with you guys, because yes, I, I, I don't w- want to put a bad I, tire on the steer. Yeah, I have no problem with Yokohama steer tire. You know, I would I would say okay. one thing. Uh, a Yokohama uh, in the same application as a Michelin, if the vehicle is misaligned, especially badly, uh, and the pressure is not kept up like it should be, the Michelin will last longer, yeah, significantly the, longer. Than the Michelin's Yokohama. more forgiving than the Yokohama is. But if you treat them right, okay. you've had, had to do the alignments. As long as you keep the pressure up where it's supposed to be, it will be a solid tire. You betcha. What inflation yeah, now, you put in now, your rears? Well, uh, uh, Chad told me uh, two years ago to run 120 and told yep. me I would get better tire life, and I am getting better tire life, like much better tire life. So I, I, uh, I can tell that the ride is a little bit rougher, just a little bit, but I'm yep. getting probably uh, probably 30,000 miles more out of the steers than I used to. Okay, now let's let's talk about that rough ride. You feel the bump when your front tires hit the bump of the road, right? Uh, yeah. What what I've actually been able to do to make it not so bad is I missed or I moved the uh, I moved the fifth wheel back about two notches, and that okay, well, moved out the right on the front. There's another way you can do it, and if you go back by Chad, he can do it. You can take caster out of the front end of your truck, reduce it down to about two degrees. You probably what kind of truck do you have? Uh, so Freightliner Cascadia. Okay, you probably got about five degrees of caster in the front end of your truck. If he reduces right. it to two degrees, it takes about 30% of the road shock out of the front end and will also increase your steer tire life. He's been doing this for really? at least a couple of years. Yeah. yeah. He's had factory, a lot of satisfied five, right? Yes, and it's too high. Yep. Oh, okay. So, so I should have him do it two or three? I would recommend reducing it down to three degrees. Or to, down to two degrees. Okay. Two and a half is fine, yeah. Okay. okay. I'll tell him, I will tell him to do that. Thank you so much. Not a problem, bud. You have a good day. Thanks for calling. Yep. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Another good call. Yeah. And, and, a, and a different discussion. Different discussion. I li- I'm glad that the Yokohamas are performing so well. Yes. It's yes. nice the, to see those, those super single Yokohamas. Yeah. It's yeah. It's good. Very interesting. Okay. We got another question or comment. We do. I and, bet it's a uh, comment. I bet this guy doesn't have a question. He's going to complain about something. He's going to complain. The 267 number. Yeah, we need a complaint. Hold on. What? 267 is yeah. going to be huh? Washington. 
Pennsylvania. Okay. You are completely on the wrong end of the country on every one of them. That's something I just, apparently I don't know. Now, what, what is mean. this Pennsylvania guy going to complain about? Uh, what's, I, I can't he doesn't it. like your beard. <laughs> My beard's wrong. Your, your beard. My beard's okay. perfect. Okay. Just ask me. All right. Just ask me. Hello, Pennsylvania. Hello, Pennsylvania. Hello, Pennsylvania. We got a high pitched squeal. We got a back feed. Do you have a speaker and a microphone working? We don't hear nobody. We don't hear nobody. I can't. Put it off. Take it off. We'll come back to that guy a little later and see if he shows up. Yeah. All right. We have been through all the questions and comments. There are 66 people out there, but nobody has anything to ask us. So I'm going to start singing. Right. Oklahoma, where the wind comes with... Oh, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. So we keep that one with the... And there's another one. <laughs> I don't like my singing. At least you didn't give your reviews of the new Oscar movies. That's true. (laughs) I don't want to give reviews of the Oscar movies. We have a 915 area code. Where's that? 917. 917. Oh, I'm sorry. My mistake. We just had that one. It's New York. New York. Upper State New York. Yes, you were right. A while ago. First one today. Let's try this. All right. Hello, New York. Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. You betcha. What's up? Hey, I was just calling you guys to update you on that alignment issue I had. I took it back to Marlin International in Daytona. Told yes, them what to flip the cars around on uh, each uh-huh. side. Now the truck is going down the road just perfect now with that stuff. They Excellent. The alignment. Everything was good, so I just want to give them a shout-out. and uh, They really do a good job over there, and they take care of their customers. I appreciate that. It's nice to get positive feedback. All right, where's my one at? There, oh, Florida. We've got like four locations. Daytona. Yeah, Daytona. Daytona. Daytona, yeah. All right. Okay, excellent. You have a great day and drive safe, buddy. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Bye. Thanks for calling. Okay, very good. All right. All right. Do you want to try the squealer again or try somebody else? We'll try him one more time. 267 area code. And we figured out, where is he at? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. All right. He's going to complain about them. He's going to complain about them. Hello, 267. Hello, 267. Nope. Nobody's there. Yeah, I think what he did, what I'm going to guess he did was he set it up to record or something. Yeah. And accidentally hit the one. Yeah, we're going to leave that alone. Okay, we're going to go to 501. 501. That is familiar. It is. It is South Dakota. Arkansas. Arkansas. Well, it was in the same region of the country. Arkansas? Central. Yeah, it is the middle of the country, <laughs> but north to south this time. <laughs> All right. Is he in Arkansas? Is he? Uh, yeah, probably not. No, probably not. Okay. Okay. Hello, Arkansas. Hey, what's Hi. up from uh, Little Rock? Little Rock. Are you in Little Rock? Uh, yes, I am. Okay. Woo! Close Here's the deal. Home. Okay. Uh, little Rock. Yep. What's the deal? Hello? Okay, here's the deal. O2 Freightliner Century. Yeah. About every six to eight months, it de-arches the left front spring. I oh. put on new spring. I put on used springs. I put yeah. on two-leaf two springs. I put on three-leaf yeah. springs. 
about, you about the every six or eight yeah. months. You got to twist okay? the frame. But he, I, I, I hate messing with it because the tire wear is perfect. They the truck goes down the road perfectly straight. Uh-huh. The tire wear is perfect. Yep. It just looks like I'm constantly on a hill. Okay, so instead of replacing the leaf spring, put a riser block between the leaf spring and the axle to level the truck up and then forget about it. That's what I'll do. You know, well, what we were going to do last time was we were going to take one of the old other D-arch springs and put it on the other side. <laughs> Just lower okay. the front end. The only thing is that it likes where it's sitting, yeah, so just right. level the truck and forget about it. Yeah, Will do. One, one. That's what I'll do. Yeah, the, the the basic rule my old man taught me in fixing cars is if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, but if he's replacing springs every right. six to eight months, that's a... No, but the tires are wearing great. The truck sure. is handling great. Sure. Level the damn thing yeah. and forget about it. What is it What is it that we would tell people to do if they found that they had a twisted frame to untwist it? Yeah, park it the other way and let the frame twist Probably. back. But, 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 but the truck's driving great. You might end up with a vehicle that pulls to the right. Yeah, don't do that. Just just level it and forget about it. Okay. Will do. That's what I'll do. I'll All add right. a block to it. Thanks, guys. You bet your back. Thank you. Okay. Well, that was cool. All we right. had a good time there. Okay. Um, yeah. 310. 310. 310. Three, three, one, zero. Where is that? 310. I don't you, know. You got any idea? Um, you want to guess? I'm going to go with Iowa because. California. Okay. You suck. <laughs> Is he in California? Yes, they're not letting anybody out of yeah, the state. They, they built a wall. You have to stay in California. This guy in California. Hello, California. Uh, yeah, number is California, but I'm Tennessee. Uh, Good for you. Yokohama Tires. Yep. Yes, sir. Give that crap a long time ago. Anyways, uh-huh. uh, Yokohama Drive Tires. I love them. I yeah. can wear a set of Yokohama Drives on a car hauler. Take a lot of beating for about mm-hmm. two and a half sets of Michelin's. And, ah. um that's my comment. Yep. Excellent. Uh, I appreciate that feedback. Now, what size are those tires? Uh two fifty-five, seventy, twenty-twos. Yeah, the little ones. Yeah, two fifty-five, and you can get yes. one and set of Yokohamas. Really to find. Yeah, but you can get one one set of Yokohamas for two and a half sets of Michelin's. Yes. Awesome. Awesome Good to hear. Good yeah. to hear. Yep. Appreciate the and, feedback. Uh, uh, they're hard to come by, hard to hard to find, especially the design. I guess they mm-hmm. replace the design, but they haven't. Uh, uh, I run TY303s. They have a new uh, design they came up with, but uh, not in that size yet. Uh, I see. Who do you recommend down in uh, Central Florida for uh, bearing issues? Modern uh, International. All that. Daytona Beach, Model International, Beach or G- International. It's International okay. Dealer in Daytona right. Beach, or if you're going down into Central Florida, Ocala, uh, Martin Galvan is one well, of our guys down there can handle it. Thank you, sir. All, All right. right. Thanks, Very sir. good. All right. Bye. All right. So that's Very nice. Guy. So interestingly enough, that was our that was our guy from California that was in Tennessee going yes. to Florida. Yes. Right. This is a worldwide. Yeah, or nationwide. nationwide. We're nationwide. Yeah, we haven't gotten any Canadians to call you. Not this week, but we did last week. I've never had anybody call from Mexico. I, well, the language barrier. We wouldn't understand it anyway. Dos habla. Uh, 352 area code. I don't know. What do you got? I have got 
well, because I'm so close on this stuff, I'm going to go with Idaho. Florida. Florida. <laughs> you still in the map there, aren't you? Uh-huh. Darts at the map. All right. Okay. What do we got in Florida? Um, somebody's still in Florida. Hello there. Hello, Florida. Are you in Florida? Maybe okay, Randy. Oh, there we are. Hello there. This is Mike. Hey, Mike. Hi, Kevin. It's Mimi and Randy. How are you? Oh, we're great. We're great. Are you in Florida or are you traveling? No, we're in Arkansas right now. Arkansas. Cool. <laughs> Close to Little Rock. You can talk to that guy that just called us. I know, right? <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, Randy was wondering, he had talked to you at the Dallas show about uh, doing the class. Could you okay. uh, tell us when you've got it set up and where and for how long? Okay, the, you mean the three-week-long class, the new one we're starting through Des Moines Area Community College, right? Was that correct? Well, Hello, we lost you. Yeah, hi. No. Okay, good. Yeah, we're, we're starting a new school here in Des Moines. It's three weeks long. You can take one week at a time if you want. And it's through the Des Moines Area Community College, and it's going to be what I've learned in 50 years of doing alignments and stuff, and we teach it all in three weeks. Right. So you can find information on it at DMACEDU, or is there a specific website? Uh, it's on our Facebook page. It's on our Facebook That'd be the easiest place to find it. Okay. Our MD Alignments Facebook page. Or okay, we don't have a link to our, on our website yet, do we? The first one is going to be in April. The first classes will be in April. The next three-week class will be in July, then in October, and then in January. There'll be once every three months we're going to do a class. Right. Great. Thank you so much. Not a problem. Hope to see you there. All right. Thanks. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Very good. Very good. Okay. I was figuring we might have to look up a tire shop in California for her. As it was going the opposite way. That's true. Florida and Arkansas headed to California. It'll be all right. All right. 316. 316. That sounds familiar. Did we have a 316 today? Yes, we did. No, Kansas. You can't even remember earlier today. No. You're in bad shape. No. All right. Yep. Let's see what we got here. All right. Hello, Kansas. Kansas. I, I think I... I think I accidentally pushed the button again. Sorry about that. Oh, I, called drop, I called back. You guys and you were, my questions. And you I were asking about... Guy. Yeah, and did you hear the other guy talking about the Yokohama tires on his car hauler? No, because what happened is the call drop, but I couldn't get back. Did he like his Yokohamas? He loves them. He's got them on his car hauler. They're 255-70s on his drives. And he says yeah. he used to run Michelin's. He switched to the Yokohama's. And he gets one set of Yokohamas for what he used to run two and a half sets of Michelin's. So oh, they've got a good tire there. Well, yeah, he, he's real happy. The other thing, too, is I'm, I'm on that Michelin program where I get discounts on tires. And even mm-hmm. with that, the Yokohama is much less expensive. Like, much yes. less expensive. Yeah, they're the not as, price on the Michelin. Yeah, they're not as proud. So, yeah, good tire. Are, 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 are they made in the United States? Yes, they, they are. Yes, yeah. No, they're made. So oh, they some are. are made in U.S., some are made in Japan, but they do have their own plant here where they build them. Where's that plant at? All I'm right. not sure right cool. now. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Thank have you. Have a good day. You bet. Bye. Yep. Okay. 
We have been on the phone for 40 minutes. 40 minutes, yeah. We've we got, got 20, 20 minutes left. 20 minutes left. We have run out of questions and comments. Yeah. Now that... Uh, okay, let's talk about the Oscars. The Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who do you want to win? Uh, I, all I know is what I heard was that for the good of the country, La La Land shouldn't win. Why for the good of the country? I don't really know. They're just I, a couple of kids singing and dancing and dreaming. I don't. I don't know that. I've never seen it. Oh, but you, it says it's called La La Land. So La La Land. It's about L.A. God yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, Can't uh, do that. It huh? Just needs to stop. Oh, I, I think it's. I think it's cool. Um, let's see. The other one that I want to see win is Lethal Weapon eighty four. Weapon eighty four. Yeah. Or uh, twenty seven Jump Street. Twenty seven Jump Street. Yeah, that'd be cool. Right. Those would be good. Oh, they've they've moved up to uh, they've gone they've gone past uh, what's that uh, uh, fast and furious fast and furious eighty six they've actually started changing the way they describe it it's uh-huh. like, I don't know if they've got to slow or ludicrous or what they've changed <laughs> to <laughs> they're getting, they're, they are getting bad well there's somebody else up there wants a question now okay two three one area code two three one do you have a two three one three one any guess. Uh well if three two one is Florida correct what you're correct three two one is Florida then two three one mm-hmm. is Texas Michigan Michigan you suck let's see what this guy in Michigan wants all right all he's right. probably not at home because it's snowy up there yes. are you in Michigan or did you leave uh I'm in Hello? Florida <laughs> back to Florida right. cool now do you have an Oscars related question or What's up? Uh, okay, 1992 Ford Aeromax. Uh, Holy shit! <laughs> well, it it, it Antique to, road uh, It well, it was a low mileage truck. It's only showing 400 and some thousand right now. And, on the Ford odometer. Uh, <laughs> on the, on the Ford odometer, yeah. Uh, it, no, it, not the uh, Ford. Well, right the now I, I'm running. I'm running the uh, 24.5s on it, low profiles on the back. So I'm for every mile I go is showing 11 tenths of a mile. There you go. Okay, uh, all right. That's what it's actually going. So, yep. anyways, w- when I first got the truck, it it pulled really hard to the right. Yeah. Um, and I rotated the tires, but kept the direction going the same on the front, and that didn't seem to do anything. And that was with Goodyear's on it. And so wait, I wait, had, wait, 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 hold, 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 wait. So you're saying you took yeah. the tires, dismounted them off the rim, moved them side to side so the tires were still rolling in the same direction? Yep. Okay. And Next the pulls, time. The pull stayed the same. And it makes sense. Good. If you want to check to see if the tire's causing the pull, you have to switch rims and all side to side. You have to reverse their direction of rotation. So that they're so that now the okay. left side well, on the right side, right side on the left side. I have I have since uh, uh, replaced them with Michelin's, and the pull okay. went almost entirely away. Okay, cool. Um, but it's it's still on certain roads. It seems I mean uh, it's one to one and a half seconds, and you're headed towards the ditch. Other times, you know, all dependent on. I guess probably the crown of the road. Crown. Yes. Uh, okay. Know, now here's. I mean, here's sometimes. The here's the test. Yeah. Okay. How many miles are on your Michelin's now? 
I've I've got them since uh, it was last fall. I'd have to check. Okay, good. You got plenty of miles. That's fine. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to feel the front tires for feathered wear. I want you to lay your palm flat on it, push down, slide it toward the frame, pull it back out. If it's smooth in both directions, then it's not alignment. Okay? But I'd be willing to bet that when you slide it in on the right side, it'll feel smooth. When you pull it out, it'll feel a little sharp. And I bet you feel the opposite on the left front tire. And that means the alignment isn't quite where I want it, and the alignment is causing you to pull more than you need to. Right. Right. One to one and a half okay. seconds. Is that's really that's a little quick, yeah. Yeah, it, and, but, you know, again, like if I'm in the fast lane, you know, there's there's no pull at all. Right, because uh, the truck's trying you know, to go left against the crown of the road so it washes it out. It's trying to go right against the crown. It's trying to go right yeah. against the crown, and so it washes out. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, that's fine. Okay. All right, so right. check because, for feathering. Yep. Right. Yeah, the, the whole point here is uh, uh, the right-hand lane is the truck driving lane. So you want to get this thing aligned so that it drives straight when you're driving it, the 99% of the time that you're actually wearing the tires. Unless he's in the fast lane on a two-lane road. Mm. On the, but was he really going to be there that long? <laughs> How long can you drive in the fast lane on a two-lane road? <laughs> uh, it depends Second. on what's coming at me. <laughs> That's it. That's it. All righty. <laughs> All right. So, wait. So, Bean says we've moved from the, the Click and Clack Brothers, which is what we always imagined. We right, were, right. To the Antique Road Show. Right. What do we think it's worth? The truck? <laughs> the truck is worth every dollar it takes in that it doesn't cost them a payment. Yes, that's true. It's worth whatever you well, I, and I tell you, I I got a good deal on it, and it's uh, pretty solid. So, and I I get more attention at more truck stops than anything I've ever drove. Sure, it hasn't how, been a lot, but it's how, how many states do you cover? All forty-eight. Whoa, boy, you're running that thing. That's cool. What kind of engine you got in it? B model cat. A B model. Oh, that's a good old engine. Is that a 1692? Uh, you know, I'm I'm not that into it. It's a 3406B. That's oh, a 3406B. all I know about it. Okay, a 3406B. That's a, that's back when they made good engines. <laughs> that's what a four and a quarter I, horse. I like it. Uh, yep, four and a quarter horse. I. I'd oh, like to yeah. get a little more horsepower out of it for climbing the hills out west. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I try to run it. You know, uh, I try to keep it at uh, 63 to 65. It seems real happy there. How many gears you got? According to the GPS, uh, it's yeah. got uh, 15 speed. Oh yeah. 10 okay. with a five deep reduction. Yep. 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 Um, yep. According to the GPS, which did not come standard. Right. <laughs> no, no. The only thing electronic is the GPS, the lights, and the alternator. You know. <laughs> cool. Everything else is no mechanical. No control. Yeah. Everything else is mechanical. Now, are you using a stick I, or a brick for the cruise control? <laughs> uh, the uh, you know, if I get tired, I'll sometimes set the manual throttle. There you go. There you go. All right. Very good. Well, thank you for calling, buddy. Sounds like you're having fun. 
I'm having a blast with it. That's for Excellent. sure. I'll be you have a great day. <laughs> All right. Drive right. safe. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. We got another question here or a comment. I think somebody's complaining about us. Oh, two. 702 is not. Uh, uh, Give it a guess. It's uh, 712 is is Western Iowa. I'm talking about 702. 702 is what? Is what? Montana. Nevada. Well, it's. Well, it was Western. You got the right half of the country. Yeah, sure. It's all, still. <laughs> this guy's calling in from Sparks, Nevada. Sparks, Nevada. Let's find out. All right. Hello, Nevada. Hello? How you doing? All right. Uh, I had a question about uh, steer tires. Yes, sir. Uh, I run my steer tires uh, about uh, about eight months, and uh, yeah. I'm getting some wear on the the driver's side. Will, will start wearing from the inside, and the passenger side will start wearing from the, the outside. Yes, and you have a right pull, don't you? What was that again? You have a right pull. You're having to hold the steering wheel to the left. Uh, no, not not really. I don't I don't feel this. A little bit. Okay, I think your drive axles are not quite lined up the way I'd like them, and it's because you were in the outside shoulder of the right front and the inside shoulder of the left front. That's very typical. And. Uh, now here's our here's our guide for whether or not it's driving straight. And that's uh, if you're on the interstate, 60 miles an hour, right hand lane, and you just release the steering wheel. If it takes more four than seconds, two three seconds to get to the white line, you're okay. But if it's less than that, you got to pull. You got to pull, and it's a pull that's costing you money. Okay, because right now my my drive have uh, 200,000 miles in. They're wearing all pretty even. Oh, the drive tires won't wear bad. No, if they're, they're aimed a little crooked, they wear great. They just shoot your steer tires. Right. The, t- the drive tires actually do the pushing. They don't suffer from the alignment issue they have. Oh, okay. What kind of truck is and, it? Um, it's a 2001 Freightliner Century. Okay, uh, now if I you go... Did, uh... Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I did get the alignment done... Uh... About two years ago, over uh, by uh, San Antonio area, they they said sure. they had that uh, empty alignment equipment. Sure. Good, good. Now, if you go behind the truck and you have the trailer disconnected and you look at the airbags on the suspension, are they straight up and down or are they leaning in at the bottom? Uh, I have to look. I'll have to double check on that. Okay, if they're leaning in on the bottom, it means the U-bolts have gotten loose, and now the axle can walk around on the leaf spring, so your alignment's no good anymore. Right. You have to keep those U-bolts tight. And in, regardless, uh, two years later, the alignment can certainly change. Yeah, yeah. I think you need to check oh, that out. Okay. All right, sounds good. Thanks a lot. You have a great right. day. Thank you. All right, you too. Okay. okay, we had Nevada. So that's as close as I've been. Now I don't. I think we missed this two five six number. Did we? I'm not sure. I think we talked to him, but that's. A, let's see where two five six is. Yeah, you tell me that. No two way. five six was Alabama. We haven't talked to Alabama. Talk to Alabama. Let's talk to Alabama. All right. Hello, Alabama. Alabama. 
Hello, hello, gentlemen. I've uh, I've read your book and uh, uh-huh. I really do like it and everything. Good. But uh, in the book, you talked about uh, I forgot exactly what it was. Coal hauler or something like that was wearing tires out real fast, and it was because uh-huh. he was using too many horsepower on his engine going up and down the hills. Yeah, and yeah, going way over 70 miles an hour, I believe. Am I remembering yeah. that correct? You sure were. He was doing 90 miles an hour. Right. He had a 550-horsepower okay. engine, and he was burning his drive tires off in about 35,000 miles. And going up and down the... That's the, what the I was thinking. That, was there something in the book about more than 350 horse? If you tore yes. it out to start with, you're just chewing them up, correct? Yeah, yeah. you're really starting to twist the tires. And the higher you go over 400, the more the horsepower affects your tire life on the drives. Right. It's been not, okay. It isn't necessarily because it has the horsepower. It's because you use the horsepower. You use the hell out of the horsepower, you yeah. You put your foot in the accelerator all the time, you're going to chew up tires. It's like an 80,000-pound hot rod. <laughs> right, right. Okay. I thought I was remembering that right. Uh is it 60,000 miles? I've called several times, and I appreciate y'all uh, taking the time mm-hmm. and answering my questions. Is it 60,000 miles on the drive tires and the steer tires to rotate them? Well, you can use that if you want to use a mileage. What I use is tread depth. Right. Now, if all of your drive tires are run at the same time and they're all the same depth, the rear drive right. axle wears about 25% faster than the front drive axle. So when the okay. rear drive is four thirty seconds more worn than the front, I X rotate the drive tires. When okay. the steer X tires, rotate, so the the yeah, right, right front goes to the left rear, left front goes to the right rear. Correct. Now when okay. the steer and tires, steer tires. Are, when they're two thirty seconds more worn on one front tire than the other, I cross them. Two thirty seconds. All right. Two thirty seconds. Another, another, Yes. The other advantage to the X rotation is that you reverse the direction of torque on the and you take the heel and toe wear out of the drive tire. Yeah. Yep. Okay, that that's what I was thinking. I was just wanting to make sure. So I had the sixty thousand mixed up. Four thirty seconds on the drive, two thirty seconds on the steer tires. Absolutely correct. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I sure do appreciate it. Enjoy the show. Keep up the good Thank work. You. We'll work at it, buddy. Thank Have a good day. Bye. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Now, we've got another one here that showed up. I just wanted to go going back to that rotating. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> what? Back to that rotating drive tires. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, we say uh, side to side, we want, we're, we're looking at a two thirty second difference on your steer tires. Right. But it's front to back. Front to back on the drives, because the rear drive wears 25% faster than the front drive. So if you're looking for that 432nd difference from side to side on the drive tire. No, no, forget about that. That's immaterial. By the time you see it, you might have a different problem. Right. Okay. All right. 570. Where's that for area code? 570 is uh, Misery. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Close enough. This Uh, might be the guy with a complaint. He found a decent phone. Finally, a guy with a complaint. He's going to squeal at us. All right. Hello there. Uh, Push on. the button. There Kevin, you, yes, Kevin you need yes. to get an area code map. <laughs> if I did, this wouldn't be any fun. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you've gotten one, one area code right tonight. He did get one. Yeah, but it was on the wrong collar. Yeah. 
Uh, I've actually got a uh, one that's got a little bit of a to- little bit of tooth to it. Okay. What is the what is the advantage of centering the drum, the wheel assembly to the hub, and mm-hmm. the advantage of using balancing media on the drives? Okay, let's start with centering first of all. If the tire is not rolling in a good circle, if it's elliptical, in other words, you get shorter in part of the rotation and taller on the other part because the rim is not centered, it will throw the tire into an egg-shaped wear, one side of wear faster than the other. It also causes a vibration in the front end of the truck that is annoying to the driver and everybody else. If the drum is not centered, it causes an imbalance in the front end. And now we have vibrations at high speeds. And if the drum is not centered, when you start doing a brake application, it can make the steering wheel chatter because the drum and the shoe are engaging and disengaging as it rotates. So properly centering the drum, properly centering the rim, and properly centering the tire on the rim are all critical for extended life and reduced vibrations and problems. Did all that make sense? I hope it goes all the way down to the hub. Yes. Inside the hub, the issue with the the bearing not meeting the race properly all the way around. Yeah, I've I've had cases where the hubs were were misbuilt and really caused some terrible vibrations. Okay, so we want a round assembly. The more round it is, the better everything works. Now, let's talk about balance. Well, I don't have to worry about that with my gut. That's nice and round. (laughs) All right. (laughs) More round than the earth. He's got a belly like a bowl full of jelly. (laughs) All right. Yeah, I mean, hey, everybody talks about about a six-pack. Why play with a six-pack when you can have the whole keg? I have a pony keg myself. (laughs) But you don't drink. I don't have room enough. I had to go in for kidney surgery. I had to have a kidney taken out because I had cancer. And and I had this little belly, and I told the, the, op, the doc, I says, look, well, you're in there. Why don't you take this pony keg out and put it in a six-pack? And she didn't think that was possible. But when the surgery was done, I didn't do what I was supposed to do in the recovery, and, and I kind of bulged my belly. And now if I tighten up my stomach, like doing a sit-up, I have a ridge right down the middle. And I went back and complained to her, look, I asked for a six-pack, and he gave me a quart bottle. Okay, all right. Now let's talk about balance. All wheels and all spinning assemblies on vehicles benefit from proper balance. I believe in balancing trailer tires, drive tires, and steer tires. Now, in tests we have done, working with fleets where we get them to solve uh, bearing issues and alignment issues and inflation issues, and they see the improvement in their fleet. And then we go and say, okay, now I want you to balance tires, drives, and trailers. The difference between everything right but not balanced and everything right and balanced typically is between 15 and 20% more tire life when they're balanced. So I believe in balance everywhere. And if they're balanced, they'll also run a little cooler. Yes, they will. And there is one company that sells balanced material that believes that if they're balanced, you get better fuel economy. I haven't quite gone that far myself, but that's what they believe. Right. So you could, well, you that makes sense that you'd get better fuel economy if they're balanced. 
because yeah, the whole rolling assembly is right. The, the the whole assembly is rolling rather than bouncing. Therefore, yes. you don't have increased increased friction and decreased friction. You've got Correct. consistent friction, and therefore yep. you've got more consistent fuel economy. Yep, that's what, they, that's what their tests have shown, and they did some tests, I guess, down at the University of Alabama at Opalaka on the test track down there, and they've got the documents to justify it. Right. And, and the only could've... reason I called in was so that we didn't have to hear you sing. <laughs> you didn't want me to sing? <laughs> so fine you are. Sing at the CM... I've heard you sing at the CMC. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and did we have to put very many people in the hospital? <laughs> Not many. Uh, I was one of the ones that had to go to the hospital because my ears were bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, buddy. Awesome. Well, we do appreciate you calling. Hopefully we answered all your questions. All right. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't really. Okay. Yeah. Well, it wasn't so much a question as it was more a prompt to get more information out to the listeners. Now you're a smart guy. I appreciate the heck out of that. Right. You have yourself a good day. We'll see you at the CMC in September, huh? Yep. Absolutely. All right, buddy. Bye bye. All right. Now, I had a, a sort of a thought there. Uh, I realize we're past our time, but that's uh, all right. So, so you could look at balance, like insisting on having your tires balanced, mm-hmm. similar to insisting on not smoking or drinking. Because, see, the thing is that you're not going to see the effect of not smoking or drinking uh, on your life until the very end. When it really goes to hell on you. Most people say, you know, I didn't really want those years anyway. Ah. But when you're talking about tires, you're talking about extending the life of the tire. 15 to 20%. Yeah. And the other so thing is, when I'm talking to some fleet owner, he says, well, you don't need to balance drive tires. I said, well, do you have a pickup truck? Yeah. yeah. Do you balance all four of the tires? Yeah. Well, why do you balance the drive tires? It doesn't matter. You just said it doesn't matter. Oh, well, the truck vibrates. Well, you've only got two tires in the back of your pickup. There's eight tires in the back of the big thing. What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> well, they'll all just vibrate. <laughs> it'll all even out. Yeah, not good. You Thank go. you for calling, folks. Thank you for listening. It's been a fun time. We will be back next Sunday. Bye. Thanks for joining us on Rolling Toe. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road.